Good afternoon, everybody. It's Rachel Gaffney um, here in Dallas, Texas, and uh, here we are in the launch of our first show. And nothing like trying one live for the first time. Um, when they suggested that to me, I said, yeah, that won't be a problem. That'll be easy. Uh, let's just go live. Um, then there won't be any problems. And then if there are, we don't have to deal with anything. So anyway, I'm crazy. But you guys who know me know that already. I want to introduce you today to my producer, who's Anna. Anna's over there. Hi, Anna. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? Thanks I am for being right, with thanks. me. It's a bit of a close shot, so I'm pulling a bit of backwards, so hello. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Anna's my sidekick here today and is going to help me um, sort through all this. So let's get started. Um, I thought I would start with a little map of my country here behind me, of Ireland, and start telling the little story about this show, what it's about, what to expect, and what I'm trying to do with all this as the uh, weeks go by. So. Uh, we're here in Central Time Zone in Dallas, uh, which is just after 1 p.m. It's probably about 1.20 or so. Um, in Ireland, it should be about 7.20. So the time difference between here, Texas and Ireland is six hours. Um, but like I said, I'm from Ireland, and the map is here behind me. And the reason for this map is not for the people who are from Ireland, although there are certain people over there that could do with some geography lessons too. Um, the map actually is just showing all the different counties. Now, the most important county that you need to focus on is Cork in the very south. The others are kind of okay, but Cork is the most important county in Ireland. Obviously, I'm joking. I'm from Cork, so there's a little bit of bias there. So I just Of course, have to say yes. That. The most beautiful. <laughs> We're one. also known as the Rebel County, Anna. Did you know that? It is? Yeah. There's, wow. Well, guys, come on. I'm a little bit of a rebel and fight myself. So <laughs> any, any surprise, <laughs> it's called the Rebel County, right? Yes. Well, I've been to Ireland, a part of it a little bit. But yeah. um, let, me, let me just say that um, I, I loved every bit of it. So I, I can't really? say. I'm going to have to take your, your word on it. Yep. Did you go to Cork? No. Oops. Right. Well, we'll correct that. <laughs> okay. So we'll, we'll talk about yeah. that after you go to Cork. So anyway, um, but the reason I want to show you this is because I get all sorts of questions and I'm going to tell you one question I got a few years ago and if she's watching I apologize and I won't say her name but somebody called me and said um, Rachel what's the name of the river between um, the United Kingdom and Ireland that little river there and I said do you mean the Irish Sea Wow so um, you'd be surprised what questions I get asked and everything so I thought you know what it's time to start talking about Ireland and the Ireland I know so moving on, I mentioned to you guys, I grew up in Cork in Southern Ireland, and I lived in Black Rock. And in Black Rock, I attended a school there, the Erslang Convent. So I'm a Catholic, good Catholic Erslang girl. We'll just leave that at that. And um, with Black Rock Castle, um, this was, Black Rock Castle was just sort of in the grounds of where I grew up, you know, where I went to school every day. Here was this castle on my doorstep and I drove, you know, walked by it every day and it sort of didn't mean anything to me. And now I realize the importance of a, of a castle, you know, it's, you take it for granted, you know, especially when you go away. So Black Rock Castle is overlooking Cork Harbor. Now Cork Harbor um, is a very, very large harbor. And that sounds very sort of banal, just saying, oh, great, great, Rachel, it's a large harbor. But it's a very important harbour, and we can talk about it another time for history and import-export, wine, butter, all those uh, kind of facts. But Cork Harbour and Cork City, we have a, a lovely coat of arms in Cork City, and <clears throat> it shows, and I think I have a photo of it there, Anna. I actually took a photograph of it on a carpet in the City Hall when I was visiting the Lord Mayor at the time, and I noticed that the logo was actually embedded into the carpet. So I took a photograph 
And I think maybe Anna has the photo up. Yeah. And you do offer. We can even see a shoe. So, oh, perfect. You can? Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys can make it out. It says Stadio Benfide Carinus, which means safe place for ships. So, the idea is that with Cork Harbour, you could come in, the boats, it's one of the only harbours in Europe, and I, don't, I can't say the world, actually. I, you'll have fact-checking on this now, fake news. When you go into Cork Harbour, the ships can go in, turn around, and come back out again, which is a wonderful um, sort of uh, advantage for a harbour. Um, and when I was there, I was visiting um, a friend of mine, Des Cal, and I should have a photo of Des in all his finery. Don't we have a photo of Des? He was the Lord Mayor of Cork at the yep. time, and I took a picture of him sitting behind his desk in his chains, his chain of office. And the reason I took this photo, the reason I thought I would quickly tell you about this, is that the Lord Mayor of Cork, and I do say Lord Mayor, because in Ireland, in Dublin, in Belfast, in Cork, um, the big cities, uh, they have the title Lord Mayor, um, not just Mayor. So in Dallas, we have the Mayor of Dallas. And why is that? I'm curious. Because, I'm so glad you asked me that. Mm -hmm. And some of you guys might be watching on Masterpiece Theatre at the moment, Victoria, you know, about Queen Victoria. So Correct. Queen Victoria, i got to put on my glasses here, visited Ireland a few times, but her first visit to Ireland was in um, August of, what did I write down here, 1899. Um, where she arrived was Cove, and I should have a lovely photo of Cove Cathedral, and Cove is spelt C-O-B-H, pronounced Cove, C-O-V-E, but spelt C-O-B-H. Now, when she arrived, um, in honor of her visit, they renamed it to Queenstown. So it was called Queenstown for many, many years, and then after Ireland gained her independence, it reverted back to the name Cove, spelt C-O-B-H. So now we know Cove, and actually a little fact, Anna, that the Titanic, that was the last place it departed for the United States was Cove. Oh. And so there's a Titanic museum that people can go visit and exhibit in Cove. It's incredible. Well, it's a Titanic exhibit in Belfast too as well. Another actually, that's something that I didn't do, but uh, I really wanted to go and see. Um, we have some uh, people yeah. uh, commenting on Facebook. They're actually saying they're super excited and some people that already went to Ireland, they're saying that uh, they wish they could go back. So, um, yeah. Oh, why can't they? Well, uh, life, I guess. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so um, back to you, Rachel. Oh, that's fantastic. That's good to know. I love to hear people's stories, and, and especially if they have any tips or places that they've been to that they think are fantastic or cafes they've eaten in, or because the artisans in Ireland are incredible. Um, so then moving forward to 1996, I moved here to the United States of America, and I lived in Dallas. Then we were transferred to Chicago, and during those years, I kind of noticed that people's perception of Ireland was... It's not the Ireland I know or the Ireland I grew up in at all. And um, this was kind of going on in the back of my mind. Fast forward to 2001, I decided I'm going to start a business. I'm going to start a brand that can tell the story and introduce people to the Ireland that I grew up in. You know, I didn't grow up with my parents falling off bar stools. Um, you know, I say that all the time, but they really weren't. You know, they didn't take me to the pub every Sunday. Um, and that's the image we get here in the United States. We get St. Patrick's Day. We get green beer. We get cabbage. Bacon and cabbage, green beads, dyeing the river. And Guinness. 
and Guinness. And there's nothing wrong with Guinness, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with having a great time on St. Patrick's Day at all. But there's 365 days of the year, and that's not, you know, that's not Ireland. So I thought, well, why isn't it, why don't I go into Nordstrom's or Williams Sonoma or Sur La Table? Why can't I shop in these shops and find really good Irish products? Like even my water right now is in my Stephen Pierce pottery mug, which is from East Cork, you know, a most incredible potter. Irish people watching will recognize this. I'm showing my age there, but it's, that cup is 26 years old. I know because I got it when I got married. Um, but anyway, so I started making Irish butter shortbreads and I made it with actually Kerrygold unsalted butter. There's a story behind that too, because not only is it the best butter, but there's reasons why it sort of told the story about Irish butter and how the cows are grass fed um, in Ireland. And so the natural beta carotene comes from the grass into the cows and transfers into the butter, hence that lovely yellowy gold color. Um, so I made the shortbreads with that. And these were the shortbread cookies for anybody out there who recognizes these. But I call it Rachel Gaffney's Authentic Irish Goods, which sell in Central Market, Whole Foods, London Byerleys in Minneapolis, St. Paul, 22 stores up there. I mean, it was just, it was going great guns, but the problem being is it was being pigeonholed as a cookie lady. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. I didn't want to be, I mean, I wouldn't mind having Mrs. Field's bank account, but I didn't want to be the cookie <laughs> lady. I was trying to sort of tell this story about Ireland through... Um, there was a bigger goal. There was yeah, a, and a bigger, bigger story, a bigger story. And I was managing supermarket shelves and distributors. And so I was working in my business all the time as opposed to on the bigger business. So I reset it and called it Rachel Gaffney's Real Ireland, which is the logo you guys saw, the blue. Um, I have a passion for that blue. Blue is the original and the presidential flag of Ireland. Did you know that? Uh-huh. And so I take photos of blue doors and gates everywhere I go in Ireland. Anna, did you notice some of my photos the other day of all the blue? <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. There were maybe a one or two or three have, or four or ten. Oh a lot. A I'm lot. I'm probably <laughs> knocking on people's doors throughout the country, whether it's a shed door, a barn door, a Georgian door, a gate. I have the photos of me in front of a blue door around Ireland. Did you? Uh, okay, so you just did it in Ireland. You didn't bring that habit into Dallas? No, I haven't all? found them yet. No, it's okay. the blue doors and gates of Ireland that I'm collecting. So uh, Fair enough. <laughs> so I mean, the short bits happened and... Um, now where this business has come on to is it's travel, it's food, it's culture, it's all of these things about Ireland. So I arrange travel for people. They come to me, they want to go to Ireland, they want to go off the beaten path. You know, I've had some country and western singers, um, a lot of US senators. I won't name names because when they ask you to do a trip and it's private, then it's private. Of course, of course, of course. Now one guy did tell me I could tell people and I wrote about it and that was um, Jake McDorman. He starred in Limitless and American Sniper with Bradley Cooper. And, oh, wow. Yeah, and he was just in the remake of um, Murphy Brown with Candace Bergen, you know, where uh, we played her son. So I did his trip to Ireland and wrote about it, and he had a fantastic time. So that's kind of where all that goes. And then in the meantime, I'm a columnist for Georgina Campbell. So this is Georgina Campbell's guide to Ireland, um, the best of the best. The reason I'm telling you about this, and by the way, these books are available on my website, uh, but she sends people out around Ireland to stay in hotels, eat in restaurants. You're not staying for free. We won't write a blog post about you if you give us a free dinner or meal. These are tried, you know, and tested. This is this is still like the standard. Georgina Campbell. The other one is uh, Ireland's Blue Book, and um, the McKenna's Sally McKenna's the McKenna's guides. Those would be three kind of industry standards off the top of my head of people who've been doing it a long time and know what they're doing. 
Um, and in fact, yesterday in Dublin, Georgina Campbell had her best breakfast of the year. In really? Ireland Award, yes, which went to Longville House in County Cork. Oh, no, not for their breakfast. It went for their the best bread, which is made with a stout and a cider that they make on their property from their apples. That sounds delicious. I mean, just the stories and the information coming out of Ireland is just unbelievable. It's off the charts. And that's what we're going to do with the show. We're going to introduce you to food and people and places and, and, and all the rest of it. So, uh, so I have to say, Rachel, I'm sorry, I forgot. Uh, well, I did not forget. Okay. I was busy putting all these things together. Yeah. So I have something on the stream, which is you accompanied by, of course, the big Martha Stewart. I did not put the, that up, but people have to see that. Oh, yes, of course, of course. We did not mention that, but people can see both holding uh, teacups. And so I was her guest for St. Patrick's Day one year, and um, I made the Irish Butter Shortbreads live as well. Nothing. I think what, it, what everybody asks me to do live, like Fox have asked me to do live on March the 14th, so I'm going to be doing... Um, Oh, it's an Irish salmon um, stack. Oh, you mentioned this. Yeah. It sounded delicious. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you anymore. You have to watch Fox we have on to the watch. 14th <laughs> in the morning TV. But I got the recipe from my good friend, Nevin Maguire. And Nevin is a very famous chef in Ireland who owns um, McNean House and Restaurant and Cooking School. Um, I don't know how many cookbooks he's written. I should have researched this. In my mind, he's written 152, but it's probably about 18. He just seems to be writing books all the time. And... Um, he goes around Ireland, he's a proponent for um, home economics and getting food back in schools, which I'm a big supporter of, you know, people don't know how to cook anymore. Um, but Nevin gave me his recipe for this Fox segment, so thanks Nevin, shout out to him. And there might be a little bit of surprise with Nevin in a few weeks, Ooh. connecting with Dallas. I am uh, looking, trying to I'm trying to find uh, how many books he's written oh, in the meantime. Okay. So, oh, okay. Are so you doing yeah. my fact checking live? I, I am, ma'am, I oh, am. My goodness gracious. <laughs> I'm kind of frightened now. So um, that was my experience with Martha, which was um, extraordinary. It was great fun. Let's look at that photo again. <laughs> really? So cute. Do we have to? <laughs> How long ago was this? Seven years ago, maybe. I don't know. Wow. It looks, still working it looks her. awesome. Her, her producer was Bob Altman at the time, the supervising producer. And uh, I don't know if he's on the feed. If he does, I'd love him to stand up and say Hello. If you're yep. there, Bob, um, he's in Connecticut, and uh, he and I are working on a project together, which I'm really excited about, and it looks like it's coming together for a TV show. Um, but fast forward to the travel side of things. So when I do the trips for people, I get, I, I sort of keep all of the information on what people are asking me, and I glean a lot from people when I'm with them. Um, I always like to follow up with them when they come back, and I don't mean a standard questionnaire, but I can I meet them or chat with them and it helps me formulate ideas for trips and trips I'm doing an equestrian trip for somebody at the moment um, and they're probably going to go to the Dunraven Arms in Adair and uh, they have Connemara ponies here in Ireland in Texas and so they want to ride over there so I have them I'm looking at going to Cross Oak in County Tipperary these are great places to stay for equestrian but I am going to lead a trip in September so I do one a year maybe one to a year at tops but i've one coming up this september maximum number of spots 14. okay i was going to say how many people yeah, are we looking I at think okay about six spots taken already um and where we're going to go is we're going to feature we're going to come into dublin we're going to stay in have dinner at glover's alley which is a new restaurant it celebrated its first anniversary i think yesterday in dublin with chef andy mcfadden and we'll meet with him and sample his food 
Then we're going to head down to um, Limerick. We're going to stay, uh, we're going to meet um, Emen MacDonald. And Emen is the author of An Irish Farmet, which is another story. It's all on my website. And then we're going to go to Adair Manor. All right, let's see a photo of that we because of Manor. it's so cute. I, I took this picture. I took these pictures. By the you way. did? I did. It yeah. looks it looks beautiful. Is that picture up? It is. It is. It is. So Adair Manor, we're going to stay there, which won't be a hardship. And then from there, we're going to go across into North Cork into Longville House, which is the place that won the award yesterday with oh. Georgina Campbell for their best bread. So the timing is... Everything is tied up together. Fortuitous. You, know, you know your stuff, Rachel. I do know my stuff. I know my stuff before a lot of people know the stuff. Of course. No, I mean, I like to... Honestly, Anna, when I go home, and I go home a lot, I go home every three months, um, always onto my trip, I add about five days on my own. And I hire a car, and I just go off. And I, I don't know what I'm looking for. That is, that is the best way, And the way, reason being sure. is because I am taking notes, whether it's a, you know, an antique shop or a... In fact, I have a friend, client here in Dallas who built her house. Um, it took her seven years to build it because every single piece of the house came from Ireland. We are, so, we're, we're losing you. We have to so go back to... every piece of the house okay. um, came from Ireland. Can you believe it? That's incredible. Oh, it's, it's phenomenal. I've so, heard of people uh, bringing whole castles. Let me put the camera on me because I'm talking a lot. So um, I've heard of people uh, bringing whole castles to uh, America and building in, fr in here. I guess she's not doing the same. It's just kind of like items. No, she went around and she kind of got piece by piece. Um, okay. For example, wow. she got a landscape architect here to develop an Irish woodland around her house. Um, but all the stone, and she went to antique shops, uh, barns, flea markets, you name it. It's, it's quite a spectacle, really. It's, it's quite amazing. Putting my glasses back on here. So after Adair Manor, we're going to go to Longville House, and we'll stay there and have dinner with the owners. And that's an old Georgian property there in North let's, Cork. Let's see that again. Longville, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. They have Those their own windows. orchards at the back as well. They have their own pigs. They slaughter their own pigs. Really? They have their own vegetable gardens. They have their own... I mean, they grow everything there. There's forest walks. We might go down to the Blackwater River and do a bit of fishing and then, you know, maybe whatever we catch. Oh, actually, no, you know, we're doing, we're doing afternoon tea with them and uh, we're doing foraging in their forest. So that'll be really fun to see what people get and then learn how to cook with it or whatever. And then from there, the next day, we're going to go across to the world-famous Ballymaloo House and Cooking School in East Cork. I wonder if anybody has heard of um, Darina Allen, Myrtle Allen, and Rachel Allen. Um, Myrtle Allen sadly passed away uh, recently, and she would be uh, the grandmother of, the, the, I would say, that the movement in Ireland. She was ahead of her time. She was the woman who brought the, you know, from the farm to the table, how to cook and eat properly. Now, you'll see, you'll see me and hear me mentioning food a lot throughout these series. Now, we'll cover lots of topics, and I'll have authors and, and, and uh, lots of other different guests on. But the running kind of scene through this is about the food. The food in Ireland is phenomenal. And I look at Ireland as like one giant pantry. I mean, if you were to go shopping, if I told you you can go cooking now, go to Ireland to do your food shopping, you'd be blown away. The producers are off the charts, and I think that message is, is, is not come, isn't here yet. And I, I can't wait anymore for other people to bring the message, so that's why I'm doing this. I'm like, okay, i, I got to get this message out there. Of course, we need to know. We, need we to do, know. Um, and all of my clients, bar none, will say when they come back, Rachel, I cannot believe the food. Because everybody's expecting it to be corned beef and cabbage and stew. You know, some boiled potatoes until they've gone mushy. And, and listen, this isn't exclusive to Irish people, Anna. 
uh, we all had people in our families generations ago where they couldn't cook. That is true. So if you can't cook, you can't blame the ingredients if you can't cook. And when the carrot comes out of the ground in Ireland, it is delicious, right? Or the tomatoes or the strawberries, they're so good. Now, if you're really bad in a kitchen and you destroy them, that's the human's fault, not the ingredients. So it's not yeah. fair to say the food in Ireland is bad because the food in Ireland is incredible. It was always great. Now we have a combination of the best ingredients and a highly skilled, educated, uh, trained um, chefs all over the country and artisans. So the movement is huge. Um, we will then come around to County, to uh, Clonakilty and we're going to attend a Taste of West Cork, which is a food festival. And there should be a photo of the beach there. Or yes, we'll be overlooking. We're staying in a hotel there overlooking the beach. And that's in Shadani Beach. Isn't it rather nice? It has wonderful. Um, what, what kind of weather would it be in September around oh, here? Oh, well, I like September. I got married in September because when I was growing up, my hair is just, I'm sorry, I, I keep doing this because it's, it's flicking everywhere. But when I was growing up in Ireland, I always remember going back to school in September and you'd be in the classroom looking out the windows and the sun would be splitting the stones. It's like, a, I think they called it an Indian summer or something. And I thought, oh, always when we go back to school, the weather's beautiful. So that's why I decided to get married in September, and it was beautiful. Um, but since then, um, I do tell clients, May to September, and it's also a peak season in Ireland. Now, actually, that brings me to something that I want to talk to you guys about is a few travel tips. So we're going to do every week is we're going to do favorite Irish finds and travel tips. Those will be two things every week. What we will be doing is we will be linking live with Ireland. And I have a few surprises up my sleeve. I can't really say right now this minute because I want to dot the I's, cross the T's and make sure we have the connections, um, i.e. technical connections. I don't mean the people. I have some people lined up that you would love to meet. And the idea is, I don't know if they can see the screen behind me here, I'm sure they can, is that we will do the live feed with the guests here. So. We can't go to Ireland and they may not be able to get over here to the TV shows. So I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to connect Texas with Ireland every week on this screen. And I want to know what you want to hear. I want to know who you want to meet. I'll try. Write on those comments below. So in the Absolutely. comment section in the Facebook Live, if people want to know something. Um, so I've already lined up two very famous chefs. There's a little nugget. I've also lined up a castle. We'll do a live feed from a castle. I've lined up an Irish author. Um, and like I said, favorite finds and travel tips. If you're going to Ireland or planning on going to Ireland soon, um, every single time I work with a client, the first thing I do every time is I'm not going to do a thing until you do your flights. There is no point in me telling you where to go and what to see until you do your flights. This is really important, especially for the U.S., because here in the U.S., we don't get the same amount of vacation days as they do in Europe. And I think that's important for people in Ireland to realize that's why Americans have to do the country in a week. And I'm, I do try and tell them, will you stop trying to speed date with the country? You know, <laughs> bop it around like, you know, they want to take in all, you know, every city and in, in place in a week. And you're exhausted, Anna. I mean, you don't want to have a trip like that. I, I do have a question, though. Um, when I went to Ireland, uh, my husband and I traveled. We were driving around and of We've been in Texas for three years now. Mm -hmm. And so um, what happened was uh, we didn't feel like the distance were that long, but the, the landscape was incredibly different. Now, for someone who's in Texas, um, how, how is driving over there? Because I'm very curious. What have people mentioned before okay. when they go and drive? Because the, 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 the roads are very, very narrow. Right. So uh, they are narrow in places. Let's, let's break this down really quickly. The main motorways connecting all the major cities are incredible. It's no different than us. You know, we will go from Dallas to Houston 
And in Texas, we'll drive to to and from Houston in a day. You know, I think no, nothing about driving. That, you know, eight hours. We don't drive like that in Ireland. But uh, our, uh, I've lost my train of thought. In Ireland, if you drive between the major cities like Cork and Dublin, Limerick, Galway, Belfast, the motorways are spectacular. They're great. They're just like here. Then you just allow yourself the time because if you only do motorways, you are missing out on the small towns and villages. I always remember in the early years when I would be with my dad, he would go up to Dublin for work and he would take us up to Dublin. But we didn't, they didn't have all the main motorway back then. He would take me through the small towns. And our father used to make us, uh, we'd have to recite what town and village you, do you have to go through before you get to Dublin? That was his way of teaching us geography. I love that. Yeah, he would also make us add the number plates on the front or the back of the car. <laughs> it was like a math question, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was the extent of it, though. That was the extent of his uh, uh, educational stuff with us. But um, you are going to miss out on some beautiful towns and villages. And if I tell people, like, if you're going to go somewhere up on the you know, west coast of Ireland and, and as you go up and you're driving those small roads, don't, don't think that you're going to be there within an hour. It might take you an hour and a half or two hours because... If there's a herd of sheep, you know what? Enjoy the herd of sheep going by and take a picture and enjoy it. Don't be kind of rushing. Uh, if you overschedule yourself, you won't enjoy it as much. And trust me, it doesn't matter where in Ireland you go. So if you're in the Midlands and if you're in Cavan and Longford and Monaghan, you know, stay in those regions and, and explore that region. Um, again, like try not to speed date with the country. Um, I think you're missing out. I really do. Um, so that's uh, that's one of the travel tips. But looking at the flights is important. Now we have a new direct flight. Yay! Yes, finally uh, starts in June this year with American Airlines. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Um, I like that very much. Giving American a plug here. They're, they didn't ask me to. They're, it's not sponsored or anything. I'm just saying this because you guys need to know this. So the direct flight from Dallas to Dublin starting in June. Now it's only running June till September, but I'm hoping that this will eventually morph into more yeah absolutely um, but that makes a huge difference so because for me when I'm traveling I normally have to go from um, Dallas to either Chicago or Philadelphia or Charlotte or somewhere like that and then on and then what that does is so there's a day and a half traveling at either side so if you think about if you're an American traveling and you have a week's vacation and you're doing a day and a half either side that's almost three days in travel wow you know, give or take and I'm talking about like from leaving your house to your destination but it's still time. Time is time. Um, and with the jet lag and everything, you yeah. want to make sure that you enjoy the best. Yeah. And so the other thing, too, is in Ireland, we have um, TSA preclearance in Dublin and Shannon Airport, which is fantastic. Ooh, I didn't the know The only that. country in Europe who has that. So when you leave Ireland, Dublin or Shannon Airport to come back to the United States, you'll actually clear in the TSA preclearing before you go to the States. So when you come to the States, you're done. You just get off the plane and go. It's great. That's awesome. fantastic. And I love Shannon Airport. It's a smaller airport, but it's incredibly efficient. You get out of there really quickly, get your car, and get out. And Shannon's on the west coast of Ireland. Let's see that map again. So what I like about that is uh, the trip I'm doing for my clients, they're going to come into Shannon. Now, unfortunately, that's not a direct flight, but they don't mind. They want to fly up through the States, come into Shannon, and then I'm going to take them down around the country and then up into actually going to spend some time exploring Tipperary and Wicklow and making their way back up to Dublin. And then I have other clients where I'm right now doing their trip, and it's Dublin, up into Louth, County Down, across to Cavan, you know, moving into the Midlands and across to the Wild West, which I personally have a, what they call in Ireland, a graw or a love for. Wow. Graw is the Irish word for love. Really? Yeah, so I have a graw is what they say in Ireland. I have a love for it. So I have a graw for the West. Even though I'm from Cork, 
I think Sligo and Mayo are the coastline there is breathtaking. Oh it's a very wild I've been to Sligo. It was wonderful. I thought I was going to die on one of the cliffs, but all good. Well, I found out, you know, because <laughs> my name is Gaffney and my dad was born in Cork. My grandfather was born in Tipperary and my great-grandfather was born in Sligo because they were in the RIC, which is the Royal Irish Constabulary. And they were never allowed to work in the county they were born in, so they had to move them around. So I can understand now that I have this pull towards Sligo. And I think it must be that wild in me because... You guys said before I came on the show, you know, you're very unfiltered, which for me I am, but hopefully I... Uh, Comes naturally. <laughs> well, I have to be careful about my uh, filtering sometimes, <laughs> you know. But uh, so one thing I want to talk about was fair, favorite Irish finds. Do we have time to do that really quickly? Yeah, we do. On one minute. How do we feel about that? <laughs> no, okay. we, we have two minutes. That's okay, fine. so favorite Irish finds. I uh, really wanted to tell you about this. So there is a jacket. There's a company called Dubarry in Ireland. We're seeing that on the stream right now. The da- it's the Bracken jacket. Yeah. Okay. So there should be another photo of a very famous lady wearing it, and it's the Duchess of Cambridge. I, I've heard of her. Yeah. So you see, she's wearing that jacket, the black jacket. Wonderful. So that is made by Dubarry. Dubarry are in Ballinasloe in County Galway, and I'm a huge Dubarry fan um, because I wear their boots everywhere. Uh, but Dubarry also do this clothing, and in their clothing, their clothing is uh, their fabric they get from Tipperary. And it comes from a company called John Hanley and Sons, who are weavers. They've been doing it for 125 years. And I've always loved their products, too. And Let's see that. These are some of my finds. I thought I'd show you. Are these blankets? Can oh, you see wow. these? Yes, I have the wide shot now, now so people can actually see that. So you can see there the John Hanley here with cashmere. This is one of the little baby blankets. Oh, that looks so Isn't cute. Isn't it lovely? Very, very nice. And this one. Now, these are all available on my website if you want to look at these, too. But... Um, John Hanley's been making these, this company, not him personally, because he's not 125. Been in the family for 125 years. <laughs> Poor man, he would have work to exhaust. I'd say he's going to be exhausted from all the weaving. <laughs> you bet. Sorry. Uh, I think it's Brian Hanley as the managing director there now. Uh, but I love that it goes down through the generations. You know, it's in uh, Nina, not far from Nina, County Tipperary. But they make, um, you know, all these tweeds and wools and cashmeres. They do scarves and blankets. And it was their tweed went to Dubarry that made the jacket that the Duchess of Cambridge is wearing. So I love that there is all these little Irish stories and links to people, products and places. So um, again, I'd love to hear what you want to hear. Uh, if you want to know more about my trip, um, if you've got a suggestion for a favourite Irish find, I'd like to know about it. I have a few uh, up my sleeve for the next few weeks that I've discovered. Yeah, when I'm in Ireland, I look for them and I bring them back. If you are on the feed, you can see the uh, Rachel's website right now. So that's where you can go and find out all about these recommendations. Right, out of the feed. So back to you, Rachel. Okay, well, so I think that's it. And um, I love it. Did you see how I did my little arrangement for my table? Let's let's look at that. I again. had to use my so water crystal bowl. Now, this obviously is ivy and roses because otherwise... Somebody would have thrown a few plastic shamrocks and green beads on the table. We're, we're about being classy and showing the real Ireland here. Absolutely. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> they work very, very hard over there at, at what they do. They really do with, the, with their food and their clothing and their standards. And I think I owe it to them and we owe it to them to make sure that it's, it, that message is delivered here too. I mean, I'm going to try the best I can. I know I'm going to make mistakes. I might get spelling wrong or somebody's name. And if I do, I apologize. You can correct me and I will go back and correct it. Um, but please don't take it personally. I'm sort of, like I said, this is live, so I'm kind of winging it too. So, 
<laughs> I must be crazy. So next week we'll be back on air and uh, same time next week. Same time, one fifteen uh, next Wednesday. Definitely next Wednesday that time. But we may have to tweak some of the times for the following weeks based on the links with Ireland because I suddenly started to think, well, it'll be seven fifteen over there, and do you really want to have a look around in the dark? That is true. We can always record. Um, yeah, we could do that some, too. some part where people would, would show us the video that they have and then they can talk to us um, when, when, you know, we are so talking like to them to see, to see what's happening. Wouldn't yes, people like to go inside this castle, I won't say where, and see what's going on there, kind of life in the castle. Would you like to see life in somebody's cooking school and their country house in Wicklow? Ooh, did I give away some clues there? Hmm. <laughs> I mention County Wicklow, famous house and cooking school. But um, hopefully she's watching. She and I chatted. I love her to bits. And also, I have a piece of homework before I leave. Ooh, let's hear it. Netflix. There is a series on Netflix I want you guys to look into. It's called Lords and Ladles. Spelled L-O-R-D-S and Ladles as a soup ladle. It's we'll on write Netflix. that on the comments. So and it is a group of chefs in Ireland. They go into these ancient and phenomenally gorgeous country homes um, in Ireland and it's a cooking show but they have to cook from the menu from maybe 150 years ago or 200 years ago and serve it to the lords and ladies and everything so it's lords and ladles and the reason I want you to watch it is because you'll have to wait and find out all right well can't wait for next week so I think that's it everybody um, thanks for joining in those of you who have so hopefully that's my mom my dad and my husband so we did this show for my family because I'm assuming that's all that would watch today, you know. <laughs> so a couple, a couple of more people, a couple maybe, more people, maybe Rachel. Maybe rent friends. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, but we'll keep going. So, alrighty. So until next week, thanks a million. Slon lap.